USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Welcome to Veterans Voice, a podcast brought to you by Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Uh, I'm back from Vegas and SHOT Show. Had a crazy week last week, had a lot of fun, but glad to be back here in the studio. And this week we have on Dan Arculary from Colorado Veterans Project. Uh, he's here to talk about uh, his Chamber of Commerce initiative for veterans here in the state of Colorado and, and has a lot, of, a lot of great things coming up here. Uh, Dan, welcome to the show. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, Paul, thanks so much for having us. We're uh, excited to be here. It's a long time coming. Uh, listen to you guys from time to time and uh, pumped to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. So, so Dan, you were in the Marines for a little while because mm-hmm. uh, yep. I like to get your background before we get into the, the nitty gritty. But what'd, yeah. you, uh, what'd you do in the Marines? So, I uh, joined the Marine Corps, ended up in the uh, reserves field radio operator for an artillery unit, 06 to 13, stayed mostly in the reserves. Uh, had a good time with it, man. It was a lot of fun. Wore the tree suit and uh, <laughs> realized I uh, it's time to get out when it was time to get out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was a great time. Was a lot of great connections, great friends, and uh, certainly missed the experience, you know? Oh, yeah. Missing. I think we all we all miss it as much as we complained about it while we were yeah. in. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I tell people, uh, tell my guys and, you know, working with foundation, working here is like, when you know, you know. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's three years in. It doesn't matter if it's thirty-six years in. When you know, you know, and and that's you know kind of happened with with me. And I think Taylor's kind of in the same boat with that of like, you know, we got hit with some medical stuff, and Afghanistan was shutting down, and you know, I was like, and everything's changing a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's time for me to hang the hat up, and um, so that's cool, awesome. Yeah. Um, so reserves out of here in Colorado, or mm-hmm. out of uh, the artillery unit out of uh, Buckley Air Force Base or Space oh, yeah. Force Base now. Oh, that's a, that's a space force base now too. Yeah, that's a space force oh base. Oh my gosh, they're all they're they're all changing around here. <laughs> we were uh, we were right at the end of the runway, so we'd watch F-16s just that's cool, and then straight vertical up. And <laughs> I'm folding cami net, thinking I'm doing the wrong job, man. <laughs> I'm watching those things just rip off the runway, but oh. it was so cool being down there. It was that's really cool. neat. Yeah, I don't know how many times I'd be walking around in the middle of the night in Afghanistan and was watching the jets fly over. I'm like, man, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they like right? they, they got air conditioning up there and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So, what'd you do uh, when you got out? You uh, you got into banking? Yep. So, I got into banking. I uh, I needed a job with benefits. I ended up being a uh, part time teller at a bank. Um, got into that. I've been a banker for uh, about fifteen years now. Business banker. I lead a team. Um, it's a great time. Cool. I took a small hiatus between after military and uh, banking. I went and joined a uh, hotshot crew. Fought forest fires for a couple of years. Oh wow. Nice. Really cool job. Really fun. Young man's job. My knees didn't love it as much as, uh, you know, as a 29-year-old rookie on a hotshot crew. Yeah, it's tough. Where it was the hiking. Yeah, the the hiking we did in the military was nothing compared to what these guys did. I showed up in perfect shape, 
best shape of my life. And those guys put me into the ground. <laughs> yeah. But you still had that edge on you. That, you, oh. you know, the military, you still got that, you know, it, you want to go out there and get that They excitement. put me into the ground <laughs> once, you know. And, uh, I mean, it was hands down, I think, one of the coolest things I've ever done. That's awesome. Did you get a chance to get in any fires? Yeah. Spent a lot of time in fires. Um, Northern Idaho, Alaska, uh, California, Utah. Big fires. I mean, on a hotshot crew, you only get sent to the big ones. Yeah. So it was really, really wow. cool. It That's was crazy. uh it was neat working with birds, working with stuff like that, calling in bucket drops and stuff. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of time burning off uh, backburns and stuff. Yeah, really cool. That's cool. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep that keep that excitement in your life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Going I, from the Marine Corps to the banking, you're I'm sure you got got an itch. Yeah, you know what? I think I don't know. I think most veterans run into that where they go, yeah. "Man, I miss that whatever that is. It's that itch. It's that drive. It's that passion. It's that something that keeps that fuel." In us to keep that adrenaline up, mm -hmm. that fun up, right? And yeah, I got a buddy here in town. He, uh, you know, he was Green Beret with me, yeah. and uh, he started a security our security business here in town, cool. and they're doing really well. Um, King and Baker. Uh, he's forty. What is he? Forty three now, and just tried out and made it on the Colorado Springs Fire Department. <laughs> I was cool. like, Jamie, you are the oldest rookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you are the oldest rookie out there, but he's still in great shape and still yeah. crushes it. But it's like, you know, we, we all have that edge. I don't know if it's like midlife crisis for for us is way worse than everybody else. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to go do something really scary. <laughs> I uh, joke with my best friend when we retire, we want to go, uh, go down to Africa uh -huh. and be the guys who basically walk around with a rhino and protect it from poachers. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, that sounds just cool. It's fire watch for a rhino. You just walk around and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. The rhino's going that way. I guess I'll walk that way. All good, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, so what do you got going on now? I brought you in here. Yeah. So you're on the board for uh, Colorado Veterans Project. Colorado Veterans Project is a, another nonprofit here mm -hmm. for all veterans here for the state of Colorado. Uh, our our foundation's partner uh, partnered with them last year with the Memorial Day Rock March, which was a great event here. Um, you guys are doing a lot of good things. So let me let me know what you, what you guys got, got going on. Yeah, so Colorado Veterans Project. I joined the board. Um, let's call it 16 months ago, something like that. I followed them for years. It used to be a big nonprofit based around bringing pride and patriotism to Colorado. That mm -hmm. was their mission. Vague, ambiguous, but raise a lot of money and dump it back into the veteran community to help support. We made a shift um, with Colorado Veterans Project to be focused around entrepreneurs financial security, helping veterans with transitioning, right? There's mm -hmm. a ton of great services that are specifically for when a veteran hits rock bottom, which yeah. is incredibly important. Yes. And I, they do the Lord's work, but how do we help somebody transition so they don't hit it? Yeah. I, I'd love to say we could uh, try and put them out of a job, mm -hmm. you know, but so our focus is to help people help put resources together, help build a synergy. You know, and what came of that is we continued this conversation of a Colorado Veteran Chamber of Commerce, okay. right? There's a lot of really, there's a lot of movers and shakers in Colorado, but there's very little synergy in that entrepreneur business space. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I, you know, I joke about this, but one of the humbling experiences I had was being a banker in Colorado in the veteran community. I thought I knew a lot of people. Yeah. I thought I was well connected. I, you know, I could make some calls and know some people. <laughs> I got on this board and I'm, hey, Dan, do you know this person? Hey, we got to And I'm going, I have no idea. I've never heard of that resource before. Yeah. I've never, you know, and so it was really eye-opening and really humbling to me. Mm -hmm. um, so we've been working really hard at 
building a strong, not just a chamber, but a strong wa- runway for the chamber. Yeah. We want it to not just launch, but launch well. Yeah. We want it sure. to be effective. You know, we know it's, uh, it's a big ask to get a lot of people to come together again mm-hmm. and say, we want you to invest your time, money, energy, effort into helping make the veteran community a better place. So let's do it well. That's awesome. Yeah, and you, you know, you talk about transition. And I think Taylor, again, will, will agree with this on me. Transitioning from the military, especially after 22 years, yeah. was, was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It messed with me physically. It messed with me mentally. It messed with me financially because yeah. I didn't know where I was going to be. At, you know, when you, when you finally make that decision, you're like, oh, crap, I got to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like um, because you, the last 22 years I was told where to be, what to wear, <laughs> you know, yep. what to eat <laughs> yeah. for the most part. So, so that transition is huge, but that financial piece is where I think a lot of people – forget about, you yeah. know, and, and, but then on top of that, they don't understand how many resources are actually out there to do it. You know, and mm-hmm. you and I were talking before this and I, I've been in the nonprofit world since 2018, been going pretty hot and heavy and it's since about 2021. Yeah. And I, my network's blown up, yeah. you know, and I, I find all these resources. I'm like, they're incredibly nuanced resources, but they're incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. They're, they're out there to help. And it's a group of people that are genuinely want to help veterans and help people. So I think I said it on here before, you know, you're not breaking brush with all this stuff. If you're in a bad way in the veteran community, you're not breaking brush. Everybody's been, not everybody, a lot of people have been down that path. It's beaten to a pulp and there's a million hands sticking out. Yeah. And so CVP and and the the Veteran Chamber of Commerce thing is just another hand, another another resource out there for you. So that's that's amazing you guys are doing that. You know, one of the big kind of compelling reasons behind it, right? And you, you just hit the nail on the head, right? Like, Anybody in the military knows what makes somebody in this service successful. It's a incredibly actionable and accountable attitude, run through a brick wall and have enthusiasm to get the job done really, really well. False motivation is better than no motivation at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we laugh at that, but it's also the truth in how many days have we had to wake up and run at that, yeah. right? And that comes with pride, arrogance, ego. Yeah. Which it makes us incredibly successful, but is also our Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. That A-type personality, for sure. And so, you know, it's that's exactly why, you know, and yes, like we were just chatting about, what does everybody, what does any veteran miss when they get out? The camaraderie, their buddies. Their buddies, you know? And so instead of, instead of trying to reinvent how do we make, how do we create a better community, that's the whole spirit behind the chamber. Mm-hmm. is you put three, four, five, ten veterans in a room together that have never met each other. Mm-hmm. How many jokes are coming out? How many insults? <laughs> How many times can we, uh, you know, rib each other a little bit? Mm-hmm. But is there anybody that we wouldn't want to see not the most successful they could be? Absolutely. And, and some of the minds that are coming out too. You know, beautiful beautiful minds coming out that have wonder, like, great ideas to start businesses but don't don't know that there's resources out there specifically for small business loans. Yep. For for I mean, even with your bank, you know people that w- are willing to invest into veterans. I'm sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and so the, these, if you're listening out there and you're a veteran, you're even if you're still in, you're thinking about starting a business. You know, we have the resources through through Colorado Veterans Project, through Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. um, through Dan, just Dan here with the with the Chamber of Commerce, Veterans Chamber of Commerce. It's a possibility. If you don't chase your dreams, you, you're going to lose your purpose, and then you're yeah. going to end up in a bad way. And now, now I'm looking at behavior health resources for you. 
right? So in which we have those too. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but, but you got to follow those dreams. You got to chase that purpose. That purpose is hugely important. And, and if it, that's a business for you, that's great. And I know a lot of veterans want to work for themselves now because they've been working for the <laughs> working for the country, working yep. for somebody else for a long time. Yep. And now you just want to sit back and be like, hey, I want I want my vision to grow. Optum Colorado, Veterans Voice is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum Colorado and Mountain View Medical Group, part of Optum, offer 20 clinics through the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. Medicare Mentors. When it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned, a long-standing Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they are there lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark. Always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information. You know, I was... It was interesting. I was talking to a buddy that I went through a kind of small business incubator a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it, we were talking about the chamber. And one of the things that he had a huge epiphany, he got done, he did his business plan, he did all the financials, ran the numbers, built projections based on best case, worst case, revenue models, things like that. Then he got done with the incubator, had his business plan, went to the bank, opened his bank accounts, did all the stuff that you do. And then what was next? And he was like, well, wait, I'm used to this structure. I'm used to somebody's holding me accountable. Somebody's mm-hmm. asking me, what are you working on? Paul, how is this happening? What are you going to do? What's this worst case? What's the that whole dialogue? And then it was time to execute. And yes, he has resources. Yes, he has connections. But who's he talking to? Yeah. Who's he getting advice from on year two business? Yeah. Year three business. Right. You're paying somebody, maybe, you know, but and paying somebody's great. There's a lot of great consultants. There's a lot of great resources. But sometimes, you know, one of the uh, best resources is sit down with 10 other business owners and just beat each other's business plan up and sit down and say, Paul, what are you running into? What's your biggest problem with your business today? Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. What are you going to do about it? And then cool. Write it down. We all work on it together. And then we meet next month. Hey, Paul, you told me, how's it coming along? Well, I haven't got, I haven't made a lot of headway. Well, what's holding you back? Yeah. Let's break that down into a granularity spot where we can just understand it, right? And that's the spirit of the chamber, right? Is how do we help? How do we take businesses that are successful? How do we partner them with brand new businesses? Mm-hmm. How do we take brand new businesses, partner them with, successful businesses? How do we marry them together to where they want to support each other? So what does that look like then? I mean, are you guys doing uh, like open forums? Are you guys doing specific meetings? What, what, what does that, that conversation physically look like? Yeah. So that's the the answer to you that that is yes. (laughs) Right. Like um, there's obviously a structure that's going to be, Hey, you know, business capital, business credit, fundraising, um, how to select, you know, how to help pinpoint customers, how to those formal classes, but then through that, it's the Colorado, it's Colorado, it's a big state, man. 
you know, it's, we're going to have smaller groups in different areas. So a area, the Springs, Denver, Northern Colorado, where it's, you know, after we get our board figured out, we're going to have chapter areas that are, Hey, oh, oh well. somebody that's local in the Springs can say, Hey, I've got these 20 businesses that all want to do a mastermind class where once a month we all meet, we sit down and we hammer through our business plans and we take turns presenting and we take turns this. So what that looks like is obviously, like I said, formal classes. We're going to have bring in businesses that have done these things, mm -hmm. have successfully mastered, let's say, getting getting business contracts or contracts to the government. That's a beast in its own. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Those are the guys that are going to be teaching younger guys. Cool. And then let's say maybe uh, that big business that has figured it out, maybe they need a subcontractor. So now you're bringing people together to, wow. That's you know, awesome. so it's just, it's networking, you know, <coughs> it's, you know, my wife asked me this probably a couple of weeks ago. She said, how do you define success? <laughs> As a banker, I like KPIs. I like numbers. <laughs> I like, you know, let's, let's get some charts going, but mm -hmm. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case for this. Yeah. I think the case for the chamber defining success is synergies in the veteran business community. Up in that that veteran-owned business percentage here in town yeah. throughout Colorado, you yeah. know, and getting people. I mean, I would say success for a program like this is successfully getting two people's or one person's business off the ground. If I got one yeah. person's business off the ground, a veteran that was too afraid to do it, mm -hmm. that didn't think he had the money, didn't think he had the time, and then you sit down with these other veterans that have done it, and you're like, oh, wow, this is possible because yep. that's one of the biggest fears of starting your business is failing. Yep. We, didn't, we None of us want to fail. Yeah. But now you you are giving opportunities to learn how to do this and, and yep. take that fear away. Let me ask you this. You're a veteran. Mm -hmm. How many calls do you get a week saying, hey, we want to help you with a benefit? <laughs> All, right? It's I get three to five a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's they want to they sell me a house. They want to sell my house. They want me to have home equity or they want to file a claim for me, right? And mm -hmm. all of it, they make a ton of money off of. Yeah. As a business owner, how many mailers, how many flyers, how many emails, how many everything do you get? A lot. A week. Yeah. How, do you so, how do you sort quality versus crap? Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest, a good, ch good chunk of them are crap. And it, yeah. and that kind of deters – obviously, deters from the good ones mm -hmm. because you get to the point where you're just throwing them away. Yeah. Right? But yeah. now you have a place that you can go. Yeah. Now that you guys are creating this space, yeah. you have, have somewhere to go. It, exactly. You know, it's – and it's this, the sad part is, is how many times do you hear or see a business owner say, I had to shut down because mm -hmm. I didn't have the right resource. Yeah. I wish I would have known. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you only know what you know. And, and now that's, that's one of the big things I, I loved about this podcast. And yeah. we're trying to get this listenership up. It, it, yeah, I told you, you know, since 2018, I mean, the, my network's huge in the yeah. nonprofit or in the nonprofit world. Yeah. Um, but until I came in here and started doing these podcasts and started having all these different you know guests on, you really see the nuances in some of these people's uh, ideas. And it's we were talking before about yeah. the the we had the people on a few weeks ago about that uh, we're trying to get connectivity to older veterans, mm -hmm. you know, the Vietnam veteran people yeah. that have a flip phone, but they have to do all their VA claims and everything on their phone now mm -hmm. or on a computer. Um, and this is, I, I don't think this is as nuanced as, as what that is, but I think it's, it's definitely something that 
not a lot, I mean, not a lot of people know about it. I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing about something like this. And I think yeah. it's a phenomenal idea, especially as a, someone who's trying to start a business myself, Yeah, you know, and thank you for coming in today because uh, we're going to have conversations after this. Sounds great. <laughs> right. Uh, so how are you guys getting the word out there? What's, what's, what's going to come up here and yep. uh, what, how do people get involved? So we are hosting a couple launch parties mm-hmm. end of February. Um, one is going to be down here. With you guys, one is going to be up at uh, VFW Post One. Um, social media, you know, obviously our website's about to go live. Social, a lot of if you following Colorado Veterans Project right now, mm-hmm. um, ton of blast emails are about to come out. Ton of Instagram, Facebook stuff is about to come out. Um, and if you have questions, my email is Daniel at Colorado Veterans Project dot org. Keyword dot org. Dot org. Dot org. <laughs> I, uh, I have written that down wrong for people. So uh, <laughs> Same here. it's just, you know, but, uh, you know, shoot me an email or there's another email address. It's chamber at Colorado Veterans Project dot org. That one's monitored mostly by me, but, uh, you know, a lot of ways to get a hold of me. Right. Um, watch for and then just watch for stuff coming out on social. Okay. It's going to be we're going to be pumping out a lot of stuff out. And then as we're building out our cadence of. Uh, events, those are going to be pushed out as well, right? Okay. So, you know, our goal with the next 60 days is pretty locked. 90 days, structured. 180 days to 270 days, it's fluid, right? Awesome. Because we are we're actively taking notes. I'm on the phone every day with people in the community saying, tell me what's important to you. Yeah. How could How could a chamber help your business? Mm-hmm. And I just shut up and take some notes. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing is you know having those conversations. Yeah. Because um, even if you're having the conversation and there's that one person in the corner that just wanted to show up to just get some ideas, then all of a sudden, bam, two other people have the same idea or yeah. or the same been through the same trauma, been through the same. It, it, it's the same with behavior health. It's same yeah. with with all this stuff is just having the conversation. So if you go to these forums, you go to these these launch parties, we go to these things. Even if you don't want to talk, just listen. Yeah. And and then we need the people there so we can adjust what we're doing to yep. help the veterans too. So it's all about speaking up, shatter the silence, which we say in here all the time. It goes with with we that's our big suicide awareness. Yeah. Our suicide prevention. Yeah. Check that. Suicide prevention. <laughs> <laughs> our big suicide prevention term, but it works with uh, a lot of other things. You know, yeah. shatter the silence. As long as we're out there having conversations, someone's gonna per- perk up and hear. Yeah that they've been through the same thing or they're trying to do the same thing and we can all learn from each other. I mean, very much so. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Great. So yeah, the the, the web, web page is going to be out here soon. Yep. Um, possibly by the time this, this airs. Yep. Um, so we'll definitely put the link in everything uh, on, uh, for everybody to go. Awesome. Go find it. Uh, you can come to Mount Carmel to hear about it. You can email Dan, email me, pwatson at mountcarmelcenter.org. Um, so what do you see the future of this being? What do you, you know, down the road, you know, you said you're talking about the 240 days. You know, what, even five years from now, what's your dream of, of this, this chambers, uh, chamber of commerce? Uh, well, you know, long-term dream, you know, obviously take all the proceeds by myself, a big yacht with it, right? Like joking as a awesome. volunteer, I get it. You know, I'm still <laughs> waiting on, on a yacht. <laughs> yeah. Waiting on, uh, waiting on my big payday, but on a really serious note, right? I want to see this thing running. I want to see, 
you know, we've got a couple people lined up right now for the board of directors. We're still screening people. We're still looking for people on the board. But my goal is this thing is self-sustaining, self-running, and it's an evolution of people in leadership roles, in any board roles, any businesses that want to help come through it today, come mm -hmm. be maybe a sponsor next year, things like that. I want to see this thing just gaining momentum. Yeah, that's That's what I care about. It's... You know, I want this thing replicating and making itself into something that there's other chambers in the United States right now, different states for veterans. Mm -hmm. um, they have some really cool models. I want to see us beat them. Yeah, I'm competitive. Yeah, they've got they've got some really cool models. They've got some really good stuff. We've talked to them. We've mm -hmm. talked to them a lot. There's a Wisconsin chamber. Those guys have done some great work, and it, it's awesome. It's neat to see what they've done. I mean, they it was four four guys drinking beers. And a napkin and a pen is how that chamber started. <laughs> Heard a lot of business starting that way too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the, know, beer, the beer is the most important. Yes, yes. <laughs> Usually the good ideas come in on, on the fourth or fifth beer. You know, it's uh, that's when my good ideas came. My wife tells me that's when my good ideas come out, you yeah. know. It's, uh, yeah, and even with that too, I mean, you can, you can compete with, a, with other states, but then we can also help others because, you know, we're, yeah. we're, as we're transitioning, someone's like, yeah, this is a great idea, but I'm moving here. And yep. then we're like, eh. Not a problem, not an excuse, and not a problem. I can get, link you up with this resource over there. You know what? As competitive as we are, collaboration is the key word. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when I first came into the nonprofit world, yeah. I, I kind of realized it's you know it's it's a different world. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is. Nonprofit is a, it's a game. You got to play it. But when I came in, it was definitely a uh, ego. I'm not saying it's not so much right now, but it was <laughs> ego driven. Hey, I help more people than you. I deserve more money than you. Yep. You know, and and one of the things that with my foundation, Special Forces Foundation, and with Mount Carmel, what we're trying to trying to promote is, hey, how about you bring your resources to me? Because if I try to create every resource, which Mount Carmel, I feel like has come really close. Yeah. But if I try to create every single resource under one roof, I'm going to run myself thin. Yeah. And we're, we're going to get to a point where we can't do everything great. We can do everything yep. pretty good. Yep. So how about I partner with some people that do this really good, and I partner with this person that does this really good. Yeah. And so if someone calls me, hey, I need this, I can either, one, give them my resources, or two, it's one phone call and you have a resource. So it's like everybody, I mean, let's try to work together for this because we all have the same goal. Yep. Just make better people. <laughs> you know what? It, that, I mean, that's exactly it. You know, and you think about this of how many people go through bunker labs. Mm -hmm. They, in a sense, compete with what you guys do. Yeah. You guys have a lot of the same, not same, same, but different yeah. initiatives. But if a, if somebody goes through bunker labs versus you guys or you guys versus bunker labs or whatever other incubators there are, why wouldn't we want to help them? Yeah, absolutely. What, what if they suddenly are in downtown Denver, but then move down here? Why would we not want to help them? Absolutely. Uh, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's such a humbling and interesting thing that, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about it a little bit later, but like the more you help other people, the more it comes back to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, with, the, with all these resources put available for everybody, you know, getting them out there is, is really yep. important, but getting guys to the table... Yeah. Is, is is the most important thing. And 
a lot of people don't think they're worth it. Yeah, coming out as a veteran, they'd be like, "Oh, you know, I only, only spent three years in, you know, oh, I only did this, you know," and, mm -hmm. and that's the complete opposite mentality that everyone needs to have. Mm -hmm. it, it needs you sign on the dotted line. I don't care if you got med boarded out of basic training, sure. like you, 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 you did made that decision to serve your country. And so, if you have these ideas, if you have a business plan, just bring it to the table. You have a bunch of people that will be completely honest with you and say, "Hey, no, you need to work on that." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then you work on it, and you come back to the table. Um, you know, one thing that I saw it was really neat. I used to run a office and be a business banker downtown, and you know how I envisioned the chamber. And one of the most unique things that I ever did was I had these two entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, come to me, and these guys always leapt before they looked, <laughs> right? Like I'm the same way, <laughs> and we all are. A lot of people are, right? Like, and. It was neat to me and they came to me and they're like, Dan, like, how do we, as our banker, like, can you give me some advice on? And we sat down. I was like, well, shucks, guys, like, give me your business plan. I'll beat it up for you. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure, man. Like, we went through it, started beating it up a little bit, started poking holes in it. Month later, like, hey, can you do it again? Sure. Right? Like, and then they call me up and like, hey, Dan, why don't you introduce you to one of our, uh, one of our contractors. He owns a uh, media tech company. I said, oh, cool. He needs bank accounts. I said, okay, fine. Like happy to help. He's like, but he also wants to be a part of this conversation. Okay. And then, and I don't work for this company anymore, so they can't yell at me for this, but like <laughs> I started taking what I'm working on as a running a team. Mm -hmm. What are my goals? What are, what am I running at? And started bouncing it off them. Mm -hmm. And we started having good dialogue. And all we ever talked about, and this, this group grew, one or two more people, one or two more people, one or two more people, and grew. And we just beat each other's business plans up and goals and short-term and long-term goals up. And never once did we ask somebody for a referral. We never showed up. I make this joke, and again, an inappropriate joke, but we never showed up like a creepy old dude on ladies' night <laughs> with our hand out going, who's your referral for me today? Yeah. And we referred each other so much business between all of our groups because we sat down and got to hear a business owner, a banker, a CPA, how much they care about their clients mm -hmm. and actually got to learn the value of why would I refer to you? Why would I take one of my clients that I that they're trusting me with and refer it to you? I get to see under the hood of what they're doing. Yeah. And I get to see how much they care about their clients. So like the value that was taken away from that, it made me a better banker. Yeah. It changed the way I approach things, quit wearing ties. <laughs> and I started being a lot more personable with my clients instead of draw, instead of throwing banker jargon around yeah. and, you know, I want to sound sophisticated as a banker. No, man, let's, let's talk about your business. What's going on? You know, and it was such a neat group. And so when I think about the chamber, like that's something that I think about is like creating that. How do you trust somebody that is, you know, somebody that you could potentially refer business to? Mm -hmm. You talk to them. Yeah. You spend time talking to them. You learn about their business and not just the, you know, let's have lunch and let's talk about it. And, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let's actually, I'd love to learn about the actual value you provide to clients. Yeah. You know, you brought up two things there. Um, when I very first started this venture of starting my own business, 
I was very nervous. Yeah. I mean, it took me months for me to even bring it up because I, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know how to run a business, especially a medical a clinic. Yeah. Like I, I was an 18 Bravo. I was a weapon sergeant. And then I was a, a 180 <laughs> Alpha warrant officer. Like, yeah. like what, what, what business do I have? <laughs> and then I'm sitting there talking with my business partner, who's a good friend of mine. And yeah. he's like, majority of people in the military, everything you do on a day to day basis is operations. Yeah. Everything you do. It doesn't matter if you're a cook because you have to you have to get up and you have to plan the, what meals. If you're an NCO or higher, yeah. you you are managing people. Yeah, and that is what running a business is. All the nuanced stuff you either have that knowledge you're in, inside your own head, and that's where your business plan comes from, or you attach like I have attached myself to medical behavior health specialists yeah. to get my idea off the ground because I know what what kind of clinic I want, but mm -hmm. the medical people do the medical thing. Yep. So you having that realization of you know being more personable with with these guys mm -hmm. really breaks that down. You yeah. know, it, it makes it a heck of a lot lot less scary. Yeah. You know, because oh man, that guy's saying this to me in a way that that actually makes sense. When you're throwing banker talk around, you'll be yep. like, I don't know, I'm going through my pro forma and stuff with yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at my business partner like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> so he broke it down for me, which is great. But yeah. it was like, man, this is terrifying. Yeah. Um but yeah, and, and the other thing is is getting these people around to do it together. Yeah. Um, and that's what I have found has been the most effective thing for veterans when it comes to behavior health, when it comes to just getting them to seek out resources or use any resources is seeing that other people are doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like you said before, like people don't think they're worth it. Mm -hmm. People don't think they're smart enough to do it. Yeah. But how do you know if you're smart enough or you're worth it or not if you've never brought it up to anybody? Exactly. How about you come to these these forums? How about you come to these launch parties and see everybody else that's in the same boat as you that are stagnant yep. because they're too afraid to move forward? Yep. It's uh, see it all the time. Mm. How many people that psych themselves out before they even get to the start line? Self-deselect, is that what we called it? Oh, that's a good term. Yeah. That's so, a good term. So it, when we go through the Q course, uh, the special okay. forces course, yeah. anybody comes up to me and says, hey, I'm going to the Q course. I'm going to selection. Yeah. What do I do? The only thing I tell them is don't quit because mm -hmm. you're deselecting yourself. Yeah. And you got to make somebody else look at you and be like, get out. Because if you, if you deselect yourself from the very beginning and you're already – down going into week two of selection, mm -hmm. you're done. Yeah, <laughs> you're done. Yeah. So it's just don't quit. Obviously, be in good shape. But that. Yeah. That's that's a that's a uh, that's obviously yeah. <laughs> the most obvious thing in the world. But, um, but yeah, it's all the people that are sitting here listening at home. If you have that idea, bring it up. Yeah. Bring it up. Bring it up to a friend. Even coming to Mount Carmel, come talk to Dan with the Veterans Chambers. Like yeah. it's just an awesome program you guys are doing. You know, and I think the neat thing about it is there's so much synergy and collaboration that we talked earlier about not competing. Mm -hmm. There's no other veteran chamber. Yeah. I, I being a being a serial networker, I've gone to a bunch of different chambers that will always remain nameless. And their veteran program, it's a table. Yeah. With a little flag on it. And that's cool. They're doing something. They're doing something. Yeah. But it's not their niche. Yeah. And, you know, you, you think about this, and I, I get asked this all the time, and I think 2023, 2024, right? Like, it's, there's a lot of 
people want to be involved in stuff. There's a mm. lot more people yes. wanting to be involved in something important. Well, especially now that the war's ending. Yeah. You know, they're, it, the, are the wars over? Yeah. Uh, Afghan is, and they're, they're, these nonprofits are coming out all over the place. Yeah. And, exactly. And there's not one out there that's bad unless they're stealing money, right? They're yeah. all trying. They all have a vision. They all, you might not think what they're doing is the right thing, but yeah. they're, they have a good heart and they're trying. Yep. Um, yeah. Sorry. You know, and no, and it, to that exact point, like, how do we, are the, the solution to, a hundred resources is create a center spot where all those resources can be combined and mm -hmm. pooled and yep. addressed. And what's your service care uh, area coverage? I can't talk either. Where do you, <laughs> how, who do you look for? Who are you helping? Mm -hmm. Because how many people don't know the resources? Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not dogging Google, but you jump on Google and you type in something and you get 20 ads before you get to. Yeah the real local resources, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's great. That's awesome. But sometimes, especially in the veteran community, vets helping vets is the most impactful thing. Yeah. We might not be, I'm, I know nothing of behavioral health, but I know I've sat down with a guy, a buddy of mine when he was going through a hard time mm -hmm. and just sat. I didn't know what to say. Cause he was just dumping that's stuff all, on me. That's all he wanted. And I just sat there confused half of it being like, I had no idea this was going on. Mm -hmm. How do you help that guy? And then what's the next step after you sit down with that buddy? Mm -hmm. You reach out to your business. You reach out to those local people where it's vets helping vets. Yeah. That it's how do we support each other, right? Mm. And that's that's how I got into this world is yeah. – is, is, you know, I had my behavioral health issues. Sure. Um, uh, that's one of the reasons I got out of the military. And I never, you know, like I said, never thought I would start a behavioral health clinic. Yeah. Um, but I was surrounding myself with behavioral health, people in the behavioral health field, because one, I needed resources for everybody else. Yeah. Two, I needed resources for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I realized how effective some of these treatments are. And I was like, how do I get this to more people? Yeah. Oh, I do it. I know that they exist. I know how to run an operation. Yeah. If I surround myself around these people, mm -hmm. then you can. You know, you brought up a good point about the um, the competition, and that's another another reason, another excuse not to start your own business. Well, there's already a business here in town that's that's crushing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? How about you sit down and talk to them, see how much business you're doing, and see if it, it see if it is saturated. Because yeah. your your excuse is that it's saturated, but who have you talked to that said whatever you want to produce? is already being done way too much here in town yeah. until you have that conversation. So go up and have a conversation with your number one competitor yeah. because they've done something right. Don't look at them like the enemy. Look yep. at them like, as a resource yep. because 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they're not going to be like, oh, no, you're starting to, you're going to be my competitor. No, get out of here. No, they're going to be like, hey, you're a veteran. I'm a veteran. This is how I did it. I would love to show you and I'd love for you to create something like I have yep. because this is my purpose now in life. And that conversation is easy. Yeah. And it, and, but I love that you guys are starting creating the platform for that, for those conversations to actually happen. You know, we realized bluntly put, right? Like, I think you've picked out, picked up on who I am. Yeah. I could talk to anybody about anything. I like banking. I could talk to the brick wall for an hour. Yeah, so. yeah, it'd be great, right? I think sometimes that's the conversation I have, man. It's awesome, right? Like, you know, uh, yeah. but, you know, we, 
that's where we are. That's one of our calls to action mm -hmm. is, you know, for people that are passionate in the community and want to give back, we're looking for leadership. Yeah. We've got a couple of people selected for our board. We've got a couple more board positions to fill, you know, and one of the things that I love this, I, I take no credit for this, but it was written into our bylaws right now on the board. Everybody's title is board member. <laughs> Why? Because there's no president. There's no mm -hmm. vice president. There's no leadership. There's no, we're all workers. Mm -hmm. You special forces know this better than anybody. Six guys out in the middle of nowhere. Does the thing on your collar really matter that much? Or is it, are we working? Yeah. Are we getting the job done? Are we getting it accomplished? Right? It's why we, most of us are on a first name basis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And conventional military, like that's like, whoa, those guys are weird. Like they got beards and they're calling each other John. Like that's, who's that guy? Right? Like, that's crazy, man. Like, you know, but it's, it's really interesting. I've been having a lot of conversations about this because one of my biggest drives right now is find a couple more board members, but I'm not rushing it, not forcing it. It's not a heartbeat an initiative and you want to run at something, it's no, you're, you're not going to be the president. Nobody's going to be president right now. When the seven of us, eight of us, nine of us right now, it's seven. But when the seven of us sit down and say the initial board, that's when we go, all right, who's the president? Yeah. Put in your nominations. And it, it's not a matter of who's got the coolest title in their day job. Who's got the best network. Who's got the, this it's, it's going to come down to a meritocracy yeah. who put it in. Who put in the work? Who put in the grind? Who put in, you know, I got to ask, Dan, are you, are you gunning to be the president? God, no. I'm trying to get this thing done, man. I'm trying to give somebody else access to chamber at coloradoveteransproject.org. Mm -hmm. And I want this to run. And I want local leaders to run at this as hard as I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, you know, that really explains a passion, right? Yeah. Because if you, if you believe in whatever you're creating, as much as you just want to sprint out of the gates, yeah. as much as you want to be like, I need this to open tomorrow. Cause I've done it a lot of times with my business that I'm trying yeah. to start. You know, I want this open tomorrow. And I, I had to have my business partner be like, Hey, slow down. Yeah. If you, if you're that passionate about it, if you want it that bad, then we have to do it right the first time. Yeah. I mean, at some point in time, like with our pitch decks and stuff like that, you just got to put something out there in the world and just get feedback. Yeah. But for the most part, 90, 90% of the things that we're doing, you got to take your time. Yeah. And because especially with something like that, with the board positions, because you, next thing you know, you put the wrong, wrong person in the right, in the, in the wrong yep. place and, and it doesn't fit. So now you got to start back over. Mm -hmm. Right. <coughs> um, but yeah, that just describes a passion that's, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's, you, but you've been around business for a long time. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, every, I'll know all this stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've seen both sides of the coin on it too. It's interesting, right? You know, and thinking about this, man, I, uh, I'm going to invite you down. One of our board meetings, I would love for you to uh, come present your pitch deck to us. Okay. And let's just have a cool mastermind. Let's beat it up. Let's talk about it. Let's go through it. And we're an outside forum that doesn't know anything of where you were, what you worked on, anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's the value of it. More yeah. than welcome, come on down. Well, hopefully, I have about fifty people be behind me following because we can promote it. We'll promote it through here through Mount Carmel, love through it. CVP, yeah, and I'll even push some stuff out in the, the Special Forces Foundation too, and like just get as many people out there as possible because yeah. it's just a phenomenal idea. It's 
just another resource. It's another tool for the toolbox for, for all these nonprofits that are out there. Yeah. You can even come over there, I'm sure, to start your own nonprofit, right? Are you yeah. guys doing, do you guys have anything in the initiative with, when it comes to that? So the chamber is registered as a nonprofit. Okay. Um, it's a different style of nonprofit than your traditional 501c3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's donation or not donations. It's a membership dues. Okay. Is how is what our revenue is built on. Gotcha. Um, it is still going to be, I don't know. I haven't figured out the right way of saying it yet. <coughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> but brother and sister with Colorado Veterans Project. Okay. Colorado Veterans Project. We're working on. Um, Grant funding, we're working on things like that that can be helped facilitated through the chamber, you know, to where as CVP is a pass-through entity, mm-hmm. we raise a bunch of money and we donate it. We push it out into great programs that are local, mm-hmm. right? With the uh, chamber, we can do some stuff that is a little bit more direct service. So it opens us up to more grants. So CVP and the chamber will be... Uh, will be not one and the same, but they will be together. They will be working together through those things. Um, and then that's not to say Special Forces Foundation. We can't partner together. That's not to say it's only CVP. Mm-hmm. We want to be that connection piece yep. to help facilitate meaningful interactions. Mm-hmm. We want All we want is to create a strong impact for veterans. Yeah. You know, the guys like you were alluding to earlier, man. You know, every veteran signed up at one point. Nobody was voluntary, you know, nobody, uh, nobody was drafted for it. Mm-hmm. Nobody was forced into it. The days of a uh, jail or jail or the army, <laughs> th- those are gone, man. Right. Like, you know, so we all took that oath to support each other. Yeah. Let's continue it. Yeah. I, oh, I love that. Yeah. Let's continue that oath. I mean, yeah. just because you, you took the uniform on off doesn't mean that you have to stop protecting your country and yeah. the people inside of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's what we're trying to promote here. And that's what we're trying to do is, is you know, let's all stand up together. The more people we have standing up, yeah, the better everyone's going to be. Absolutely. Colorado Computer Support. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned. They're your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure the Colorado Computer Support Team is on your team. Call 719-355-2440. To learn more, that's 719-355-2440. Why are not home services? Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice Partner, the Why Not Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They're family-owned, proud to employ honest, hard-working Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, the Why Not does that. Call 719-399-5021. That's 719-399-5021. All right, so we got the launch party coming up. Yep. Uh, when, where, how? So one, obviously, uh, VFW Post One. That one is going to be February twenty second. To think of my head, and then the second one down here, Mount Carmel, the 29th, okay. both in the evening, five thirty to seven thirty. Um, come on down. It's going to be me and a few others talking about it. But we want participation. We want feedback. We want anybody that is a uh, veteran business owner, veteran. You know, and I get this question actually from time to time, do I have to be a business owner mm. to come down? 
No, yeah. not at all. Absolutely not. If we are just, we're our entire focus is connectivity, right? We're at some point back burner project for this is going to be kind of a careering or a career personal development incubator, right? I haven't reached out to uh, a few people in the community about this, but I've going to um, some great people in that space right now that are trying to help people with career development. Mm -hmm. I want to bring them in on this, right? So, you know, call to action. Come on down. Come, on Come down. check it out. If you have questions and, you know, the biggest thing that I say, if you have a great idea, email it to me. <laughs> Don't tell me what I'm doing is wrong. Get involved with it. You know, right. if you're a local leader, if you're a local person that wants to say this should be how it's done or this is an idea, get me that feedback. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with a nonprofit organization, there are egos, but a lot of the times we have to check our ego. I love negative feedback. Yeah. I love critical feedback. Yeah. Because if if I'm not told I'm doing something wrong, I'm going to continue to do that wrong thing. I'm not doing it on purpose. 100%. <laughs> so, 100%. And I would even say, you know, you're talking about business owners coming in, veteran business owners coming in. But I would say, you know, if you're tired in your job right now, yeah. and you're just kind of losing motivation, and you might not even have a business idea, but you want you're you're considering owning your own business. Yep. Come on down. See if this is a career opportunity, a career yep. choice for you. Maybe next thing you know, you know we can get into the franchising stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of benefits uh, for uh, for veterans to open up franchises, stuff like that. Yep. And those and that's that's all owning a business. And that's you're gonna have a group of people down there that are gonna walk you through Absolutely. all this stuff. And maybe maybe next thing you know you. You found a dream that you didn't know you had, and you're a business business owner. You're working at Walmart right now, and that, you know two yep. three months from now you're starting a business. How, yep. how great is that? Right? Exactly. It's the American. That's the American dream. Right it, no, and that's <laughs> as I mean, cliche as that is. That's really the American dream. And that's exactly it. Is somebody that doesn't own that business? They come in, they talk to us, they get a little, they get that spark, mm -hmm. hits some timber, hits some grass, starts running with it. We push them over to you guys. Yeah. You guys help them through. Business, business, uh, you know, building a business plan, building those ideas, working through, understanding how to build a business. And that's a two-part thing. They're a part of the chamber where they're networking, they're talking, they're getting great development. They're working with you guys around how to build a successful business. They're getting all of this great actual professional feedback that helps them grow. That's awesome. That's what it's about, man. That's amazing. That's that's it's a great idea. It's a great initiative. Yeah. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. All right, Dan. I do have. I am coming to my my favorite part of the show. Okay. I did give you a warning, but this is the part <laughs> where I, I ask you tell me a story, or I tell you to tell me a story. <laughs> you tell me to tell you a story. Yeah. You know, let me think. All right, man. I got a good story for you. All right, let's hear it. So, this one's uh pretty embarrassing. My wife Even likes better? to. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> wife likes to uh, make fun of me about it. It was. When I was on a hotshot crew, we're up in northern Alaska. We were uh, building a tundra fridge. So I got it's explain where you, what a tundra fridge is. All right, so a tundra <laughs> fridge, Alaska. It's a bunch of tundra. It's like eighteen inches thick. Um, you take a large knife saw, something like that. We use chainsaws, cut down three sides of it, and then build a mat with it mm -hmm. to where it's dense. Then the tundra is still frozen after about six inches down in the ground. So you dig all that out about another foot and a half, two feet. Then you put the mat back over it and you put all your food in there. Uh, nice. So it's a fridge in the tundra. Yeah. You know, it's a that great term sense. for it. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, um, so I'm building this tundra fridge and 
we ended up, so why we had to do this is we had to move camps because bears, we set up camp next to a giant blackberry like field <laughs> and the bears kept coming over and eating our food because our food was better, better than, than blackberries. Black yeah. And I think they saw us hiking out to the fire every day, filling our pockets with <laughs> fresh blackberries. So they're like, oh, it's, we're just sharing here, take. man. Give collaboration, <laughs> right? Spirit of the uh, chamber, right? It's a collaboration. So... I'm building this tundra fridge and I've just got my pocket knife stabbed in the tundra next to me and I'm waist deep in this thing. And I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm worn out. This is day like 14 on a fire. Like you're just sleeping on the ground. It's exhausting. And it's uh, this part of Alaska was sunny 24 seven. So you don't really get good sleep, man. Yeah. Like, so I go to stand up and sit down on the tundra. Just take a break. I feel this prick. Oh, yeah. So my knife. The tundra is twigs, basically, yeah. rolls up and is two inches deep in my butt cheek. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, oh. not a great experience. <laughs> so it gets worse. You know, hot chocolate. Of course crew, it does. <laughs> none of our medics are with us. None of us have really? anything. They're all out on the actual primary fire fighting it. I'm just setting up a different camp, right? And so I have to get on the radio. Say, hey, I, uh, Saddle. I need a medic here. Well, and you know, and so my boss goes, Hey, Arky, what's, uh, what's up, man? What, what's going on? It's like, uh, puncture wound. <laughs> and he's here, pause. And he goes, what? Yeah, yeah, puncture wound. Yeah. If you could just send, uh, if you could, with a guy, Luke Britton, so we called him Daisy. If you could just send Daisy here, man, like, it'd be great. Uh, How'd you get a puncture wound? Like what, what is happening right now? And I just, shucks. Yeah, boss, I, uh, I sat on a knife <laughs> and you just hear silence in the entire, like there's normally a lot of radio chatter, normally a lot of dialogue, just silence. And you hear him key the mic and just cackling. <laughs> 16 year old or 16 guys cackling. <laughs> At, I sat on a knife. Oh, you're never going to live that down. No, 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 no. And so uh, <laughs> there is a video somewhere of Northern Alaska is filled with uh, mosquitoes. Oh. So there's a video that one of my buddies sent me of them basically throwing a couple butterflies in this thing. <laughs> and, you know, cleaning with iodine. I went and showered in a long time. You know the oh, environment. Yeah. Like, oh, you, yeah. it, it's just disgusting. Yeah, that's going to get and, infected. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, mosquitoes and bugs just eating my ass cheek apart <laughs> the entire time they're just cleaning this thing and oh, like, oh, this, is, this is fun right thank you oh man I, we have chris lee on here every once not not him yeah we have chris lee on here every once in a while he, i remember he never forget this we took him out shooting yeah or he was his first day on the sniper range and we're all sitting there watching him and he's behind the rifle and you see his eye getting a little too close to that scope <sighs> pulls the trigger pam we call it a scope kiss. And the fir he said the first thing that went through his head when he did it was, they're going to make fun of me so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, ow. It wasn't, yeah. that's a lot of blood. It was, I'm going to get made fun of so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that was. <laughs> exactly, exactly the same thing. <laughs> it's just, do I really have to? And, you know, we, I made that choice of I have to call on the radio for this. <laughs> and I looked back and there was just blood oh, yeah. coming down my leg. And I'm like. 
Oh, that I mean, that would have gotten so infected out there. Yeah, like just screw. So, I mean, you're getting MRSA. You're you're yeah. done if you don't if you don't make the phone call. And it's the one pocket knife I have that I use for everything <laughs> I do. So it's disgusting. it's disgusting. I'm disgusting. Everything is disgusting. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> well, Dan, that's a great story. I appreciate you sharing that with the uh, with the listeners. Um, I also appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, we were on for almost an hour, and that flew by. I thought it was a half hour. So great conversation. Great with uh, what you're doing for the, the veterans here in Colorado with the Veteran Chambers, CVP. You know, really appreciate what you're doing. Give me one more time on uh, locations, time, and everything for uh, yep. here in Colorado. So, again, um, first one, February 22nd at VFW Post 1 up in Denver. Second one down here, Mount Carmel, 29th, uh, 5.30 to 7.30. Um, I will be around afterwards for each. Um, launch parties. And then uh, jump on the website, jump on social media, jump on things like that, watch for it. There's going to be a ton of announcements coming out, ton of information coming out, as well as uh, kind of our cadence for events, things like that. Awesome. Awesome. So hear, hear that, listeners? Come out. Uh, give us your or give them your your business ideas. Uh, even if you don't have an idea, just come around, be around like minded people uh, that are thinking about starting a business. You don't even have to have the business plan right now. Come out, learn, take control of your life with a uh, with a, a great job and a great opportunity. So, Dan, again, thank you so much for coming on, uh, listeners. If you have any questions or have any ideas for shows or want to be on the show, please get a hold of me at p watson at mountcarmelcenter.org. Um, or just come by Mount Carmel Center and uh, check us out. We got a lot of resources for everybody. So, thank you so much for listening. Hey, see thank you. you very much, Paul. Yep. Appreciate it. All right, see you next week. You've been listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by. Medicare Mentors, Computing Powers provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner, The Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDL News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. VA helps veterans and service members become homeowners through the VA Home Loan Benefit Program. To learn more, visit VA.gov.